Suspend your disbelief, your rational, analytic mind, just for a minute, just for the length of this podcast. What if all I am about to tell you is the truth? What if the information you will be provided is from a divine source? Just for this time, I am your Axis Mundi. Consider this podcast your channel, your second opinion. When I do a reading, something larger than myself is working through me. So ask what you wish. This is your channel, your doorway to the divine. Welcome to John's Tarot Podcast. Welcome to you from wherever you are throughout the world. Hello. 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 You know, I've been reviewing what I've been doing, and it appears to me that... We ain't getting no place fast. <laughs> so today I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to... I asked the tarot. I said, you know, what do I need to do? What do I need to change in order to improve things? And it came back with a interesting answer. It told me I need to sh uh, share my inner awareness. So today I'm going to share a little bit about uh, a little bit about my history and a and an incident that happened to me. Oh, let's say in 1998. Uh, now it is no secret that I am a I'm a sober person. I, I've been sober since '89. And uh, while going to nursing school, I had an incident. I was working as a uh, nurse's aide over at my current hospital, and. During that period of time, uh, we had a patient who was somebody I knew, who was a acquaintance of ours uh, from the rooms. Oh, let me just put it that way. I don't want to. I don't want to violate any. I don't want to violate any rules or anything like that. So I had this friend of mine. He was a patient, and he expired there on the floor. He expired there on on the telemetry unit, and they wanted me to do the post mortem care on him. And I explained to the nurses there at the time, I was just a nurse's aide, said, hey, this is, a, this is a friend of mine. And they told me, they pretty much gave me in no uncertain terms, go in there and do it, bag them and tag them. And I, well, I wasn't too happy about it, but I, I went in there and did the job. Well, I explained what had happened to, uh, to, to my friend and guide Forrest and that uh, Forrest uh, must have told somebody else, this friend of ours, his name was uh, Paul McAvoy. Now, Paul was a very, uh, I thought he was a very important person. He was a retired Marine. He had served in World War II. He had landed on Iwo Jima. He was a guy of, uh, he had a lot of sobriety and a lot of time in the pro, a lot of time in our sober uh, group. And uh, he wrote me this letter. And I'm going to share that letter with you today. Okay, so here is my letter from Paul McAvoy. Paul passed away now. Oh, I don't know how long he's been gone. Over 10 years. But like I said, he, he was really at a, an important guy in my, in my early sobriety. One of those guys you really look up to. So, letter dated October 12th, 1998. Dear John, Boris told me of the emotional duty you had to perform when Paul D. passed away. I knew him for over 20 years, and there and through emotional and severe physical problems, he maintained a solid sobriety. Many years ago, I was fortunate enough 
to go with Chuck C. many times when he conducted services for program members who had departed. It was his belief that there was no such thing as death. Bill Wilson also believed this. In brief, he said God, life, and love were synonymous. And when the body can no longer support life, we just shed it and move into the other room. I found something later on that expressed this basic belief. It also came, I also came to believe that there is no such thing as death. It is a writing entitled Immortality. I hope it is I hope it comforts you through this traumatic experience. Yours in sobriety, love, Paul McAvoy. So let me read uh, the writing called Immortality. Do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am the diamond glints on snow. I am sunlight on ripened grain. I am the gentle autumn rain. When you awake in a morning's hush, I am the swift uplifting rush of quiet birds in circling flight. I am the soft starshine at night. Do not stand at my grave and cry. I am not, I am not there. I did not die. That was a beautiful sentiment sent to me by Paul. Now, I have with me some this meeting Paul and I shared with one another. It was a question and answer meeting. And it was a meeting for people who are had questions about sobriety. And people like Paul and Forrest and Leon and John Flood and all these guys who have passed on would answer questions. And I would sit there and, man, I would write down the answers because they had things I needed to know. Well, Paul entrusted, with, entrusted to me a list of these questions from this meeting. And it was his intention that I do a, write a book on these questions. But instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick one question. Here are the questions. I'm going to pick one question each week, and we're going to let the tarot answer the questions, and I'm going to answer the questions. And if you would like to be involved... Well, go ahead and uh, send your answer to the question and, and post it up on my YouTube page. Uh, I'd be interested to hear what your answers were. So we're gonna, I'm going to continue my normal uh, YouTube thing where I'm addressing oh, politics or I'm, or I'm addressing uh, incidents of the day, things of uh, important issues of the day. But I'm also going to throw in a sobriety question each week from that meeting. And like I said, if you would like to participate, go ahead and uh, throw in a throw throw in an answer. I'd be interested, and we can review some of those. So let's move over to the tarot page. So here I am at my tarot page. You might notice something a little different here. I just returned from a trip to. Uh, I was in Europe. I went to. We went to Vienna, and Rome, and Greece. And while in Greece, I went to Delphi, and I went to the. Uh, you know, the, the site of the ancient oracle, the Pythia. And here we are, if you look on the YouTube page, the video, 
you can see that we are at the Temple of Apollo at Delphi. Now, the reason I'm doing this is I, I took some information from this guy, uh, Stefan Schwartz. And Stefan talks about what creates a, um, a non-local consciousness experience. And he believes that many religions uh, come right out of people having non-local consciousness experiences. And he has kind of got it zeroed down, and I'll leave a link to his discussion on this. Uh, that what brings about a non-local consciousness experience. Uh, the first thing that would happen would be a statement of intent. So we're going to, we're, our intent here is to get a question answered by the tarot about sobriety. And then a special place. Many times people go to a special place, a church or the Temple of Delphi, and they have this non-local, non, non-local consciousness event. Or with just intent that here we are at this place, the uh, place, uh, the temple of atop Apollo, uh, the place of many oracles of, of time gone by. So virtually we are there. We are a special place. He called it a, a place that is numinous and that has certain power and uh, a lot of emotion attached to it. And that uh, also people will sing and dance and synchronize their minds. I take a moment when I do my tarot readings to kind of synchronize myself and bring myself into that place of non-local consciousness. So now, from the Temple of Delphi in ancient Greece, I bring you our reading for the week. Uh, Let me tell you, though, that my ability to read tarot is a gift, an expression of divine love. And I'm here to share it with you today in that same spirit. So let me reach that place of non-local consciousness. All right. Now, let's pick out one question. I have, uh, I have the list of questions here. Let's pick out one question, and I'm going to attempt to answer it. I've got 33 years of sobriety. I'll give my opinion, and then we'll let the tarot give its opinion. So... I am just going to cut it. And what's the first question that I come up with? The question is, has anybody seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed this path? That's a great question. So we got our, I'm going to draw three tarot cards for this week. And next week, I'll pick out a social issue, and I'll do it along with this. This is just for this week, an introduction of a new concept. And I'm going to continue with my uh, my UFO updates, but that'll be a, a separate video. And I'm going to keep it out of this for now. I'd be interested in any opinions you have. Should I continue with my UFO update in my weekly podcast or separate it? For this week, I'm going to separate it. And if you want to listen to it, it'll be up there on the YouTube page or uh, my TikTok page. So has anybody seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed this path? Three cards. Our first card. The seven, interesting, the seven of pentacles. The second card. So that's the past. The second card, the queen of swords. And the third card, 
the Queen of Wands. So let me think about this for a second. So my answer to the question, has anybody seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed this path? To thoroughly follow this path, when I got sober, I used to drink every day. I used to drink and use every day. So when I got sober, I decided to go to one of those meetings every day and pretty much immerse myself in the program. And uh, I, I figured I should drink every day. I, I needed to do this every day. I needed to do, and to this day, I continue to do things every day that enabled me to continue on this path. So, and when I worked uh, the suggested steps, I did them to the best of my ability. Now, I just didn't do them once and then put it aside. They become a coping mechanism and a way of life, and I continued doing them. And I continued using the things that I found in them in order to maintain that sobriety. One of those things is I continue to take a personal inventory. So I look at myself and what I'm doing, and uh, did I do anything wrong? Did I behave badly? Do I owe an apology? Are there things within me I need to change? Uh, did I see something good within somebody else that I need to copy? So those are the things, and I, one of the things I do each day, I also do a little prayer meditation each day. Actually, the, uh, the whole thing of tarot uh, evolved out of that. It's a long story. I'll explain it someday. So have I seen anybody fail? I've seen a lot of people fail who will come in strong and then not maintain their, their desire to remain sober. My life was so bad prior to coming in that there was really in my mind, there was no looking back, no going back and saying, oh, you know, it wasn't so bad. I miss those old friends of mine. I really never felt that way. Uh, maybe early on, I kind of did. But as I kind of moved through it, after about three or four months, and I realized how much trouble I was in, I, I never felt that way. And I always maintained my my desire to keep going forward. I think a lot of, see a lot of people fail who will come to the point of like, uh, in the steps, maybe let's say the third or fourth step, where now you're required to do some work. Now you're required to look at yourself. Now you're required to take responsibility for things that happened in your life. And you're required to look at yourself and you're required to, to share these things with another human being and see where you might have some flaws in your character and see where you might have done some things wrong. That's the point where I see people fail. Uh, they don't have that that ability, they don't have that desire, they don't have that willpower to follow through with the process. I don't, I've never seen anybody who really gave it an honest attempt fail. Not me personally. Uh, and you, then you got to continue doing these things because I, I don't have alcoholism. I'm um, excuse me. I don't have alcoholism. I have alcoholism. So I have to continue doing these things. So somebody who's been consistent in their meeting attendance, consistent in their prayer meditation, consistent in their self-examination, I've never seen one of these guys fail. Now let's take a look at what the tarot says. The tarot says the first card is the Eight of Pentacles. 
And in the Eight of Pentacles, we see a craftsman working on pentacles. And that usually has to do with somebody uh, in, engaged in a pursuit, uh, maybe engaged in a job, that, and it encourages you to continue working at it, continue to working at this job, continue to working at this pursuit, as long as it doesn't interfere in your uh, health issues or, you know, like going to the doctor or it doesn't interfere in your family life. Continue to work on yourself in regards to this. And this question is encourage you to encourages you to continue to work on yourself constantly and single-mindedly as a master craftsman would be working on a project. The Queen of Swords. The Queen of Swords, you see a woman sitting on a chair. She's got the crown. She's got the sword holding that up. And that is, that is an indicator of someone, and we have to think of it as us in this circumstance, that uh, single-mindedly focuses on a problem and focuses on a solution. Knowing that nobody can do this for you, no one can promise you, no program you go to can promise you that, hey, we're going to fix this for you. Hey, this, we're going to resolve this for you without any work on your part. This is the Queen of Swords. She's telling you that you're going to have to do this on your own. You're going to have to do all the work. You're going to have to put out all the effort if you expect results. And then the Queen of Wands. The Queen of Wands, there she is. The Queen, that's us again, sitting on the chair with a black cat at our feet. She's holding a wand and uh, she's holding a sunflower in the other hand. And this has to do with somebody who is the best kind of leader. So if you're involved in a program such as I am at, that is kind of like your leader. That's that's the one you follow. That might be the queen of wands in this circumstance. That if you follow the wise leadership of, you, of this person, you're going to be all right. Also can indicate that uh, the queen of wands is a wise leader and an and independent leader. And you could trust her leadership. And if that is you, it's, it's also talking about somebody who's been successful again in following the path and, uh, and showing others. Uh, the things that are she has in her hand, I kind of like to look at that really quick. The sunflower symbolizes life, fertility, satis and satisfaction. In her right hand is a wand, which is the beginning to blossom with life. The queen of wands represents fidelity, warmth, and sustenance. The black cat is an occult symbol, and it expresses an independent nature of this queen. She is therefore a strong leader who is focused on her desires. Wands indicate that you are strong, independent, and able to take care of yourself and sustain your creative vision, even in the face of adversity. And I want to tell you, should you decide to do this thing, if you're one of these people who, who are looking at this and wondering what the experience is like, you will experience adversity. But you will gain the strength to be able to overcome that adversity and work through any problems. As uh, I think I talked about, uh, even at the opening of my podcast today and uh, throughout the podcast, that when you embark on this, you will encounter adversity but you will have the support to enable you to overcome all your adversity. So, for today, I think I'm going to wrap it up. And uh, thank you for joining me here at the 
Temple of Apollo. Let me know what you think about that. Uh, let me think about. Let me know what you think about this uh, slightly different format. I'm going to throw in there. Uh, this is something I have a lot of experience with, and I want to tell you at work I am seeing the most tragic things. Uh, I continue to work as an ICU nurse. I mean, I'm getting people in there from alcoholism. They're like 29 years old. Uh, 25 years old, intubated. I've oh, got another 39-year-old woman in there that's just uh, uh, just devastated. If you don't think this could happen to you, it can. So for now... Goodbye, Professor Marvel, and thanks a lot! Well, it's my pleasure. I'm, gla- I'm glad to be able to help you. We're going to move forward on this. And together... <laughs> that's right. That's right. Together, we'll march forward. And I'll see you all next week. Thanks a lot, and see you next week. Bye-bye.